What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Ring the Bell podcast. I am your host, Christy Francesco. Jason Pants with me, as always. Um, look, and I, I have a few things that I want to get to. Uh, just a few. Um, firstly, I want to say what's going on to Jason. Jason's had a pretty rough weekend, but uh, I'm, I'm really glad that he's here. Um, we're here to talk about nothing but positivity. Uh, <laughs> but nonetheless, it's good to have you here, man. Thank you, sir. You know, glad to be back another week and just uh, continuing to talk baseball with a great baseball mind. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, so, uh, like I said, positivity. I was joking. That was a really bad lie. Uh, <laughs> the Phillies are right on schedule, uh, it seems, for yet another oh, September yeah. collapse. Uh, the Phillies went one in five this past week. Uh, they were outscored. I believe it was, uh, what was it like 49 to 36? It's bad, yeah. Something like that by Arizona and San Francisco. The, <laughs> the, the, the best word that I described this week to myself was just deflating. Um, you know, they, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, you know, week. for sure. You know, they're 73 and 61. Uh, and they have a two and a half game lead uh, over the, the Brewers. And it's so funny. The Phillies have lost. Uh, you know, six of seven, six of their last seven games, they went one and five this week. But yet, oddly enough, it's almost as if, I mean, I guess I can't feel like the world's ending because Milwaukee also keeps losing. Um, yeah. you know, well, the, we hold the tie over them too for, I think it goes to a uh, head to head. So we right. really have, really have a three and a half game lead with that extra, right. that extra head to head series. Right, and I'm not worried about San Francisco. They're eight games back. Arizona's eight and a half games back. So really, the 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 losses to the teams that they lost to isn't the issue. It's one, the Phillies are four and six in their last ten. Um, not only are they losing, but in quite a few of these games, they were lo- they got beat badly. Um, so that was the issue there. Uh, pitching has just been atrocious for the Phillies. Aaron Nola is doing exactly what I always like to say he does. Um, he His destructive performance against Diamondbacks was just a disgrace. Um, you know, I feel like he's right on schedule as well with the Phillies. Um, you look at, you know, guys you know, like Ranger Suarez today. Um, you know, four, he, had, he threw 36 pitches in the, four, in the fourth inning uh, with two walks. Uh, both of those runners scored. Um, I think the fatigue is becoming an, an issue. Um, I think the, the Phillies bullpen's getting used a lot. You know, I saw this the stat that Matt Gelb posted uh, on online with the Athletic about uh, Ranger Suarez by innings one through th- uh, the one through the third innings. Uh, opponents have a slash line of two sixteen, two eighty three, and three sixteen, and that's damn good. However, once you get Ranger Suarez between the fourth and the sixth innings, here's the slash line, 296, 367, 450. <laughs> <laughs> so, yep, yeah, they, they really just start to just smash the guy. Um, and, look, we had a couple things that happened. Zach Wheeler is still not ready to pitch. He probably won't pitch next week either. They uh, Nick Castellanos, at the worst possible time, goes on the 10-day IL uh, with an oblique strain. And for all of us who have watched baseball for so long, the obliques are the biggest bitches in Major League Baseball. <laughs> I mean, they are – you can either miss 10 days or you can miss eight weeks. So it's the, – the oblique is just ridiculous. Um, so I'm going to turn it over to, to Jay before we get into other things here. 
man, when we discussed last week or last Monday, right before the first game against Arizona, we said, man, this should be a, a four and two type week. I mean, you have Arizona who are a decent team. They have okay pitching. They have decent hitting. And you got San Francisco. A lot of those teams are a combined 16 and a half games back from the Phillies. Yeah. Um, this was a week where the Phillies can go out there and and maybe win this both series, not sweep, just win the series. It's definitely a week. We should have won both series. I think you did talk about it a little last week too with um, – I don't know if it was on the show or right before the show, but just talking about how dangerous of a team Arizona still is. Yeah. Um, but even – we so we we got off the show <laughs> after, you know, good predictions, and the Phillies are up 7 nothing. Yep. And you're like, we're going to – it's it's going to be that week again, guys. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And then since that 7 nothing lead, you take out an 18-run performance, you know, against <laughs> – was that the San Fran the first night? Yep. No. But you take out – and they just got shut out. They couldn't – they weren't – they weren't producing runs because I feel like they did have chances just not producing. They did not produce at all. And mm-hmm. like you said, I, we we watched Nola just self-destruct, and it just it seemed like everything he threw got hit. Ranger got hit around. Gibson, who had a great month of August, comes in, and he gets hit around. And then, like you said, yeah, to, you know, the bullpen might be getting a little, a little tired. And then, I mean, yeah. David Robertson threw 41 pitches today. Yeah, he came in. He came in because they just – and you got excited. They tied it up. You're like, okay, we, you know, yeah. you go two and four. You know, it's not anything to be excited about, but you're not going to go out on bad. And they just – in the ninth, yeah. So it's it was a tough week to just watch. You know, you wish you wish they had to save some of them 18 runs and moved it over, you know, the rest of the other five games. But it, it looked like a week that we were going to dominate and then just mm-hmm. out of nowhere took a left turn and went bad quick. Yeah, and like I'll be very transparent with everybody. So it was seven nothing on Monday, and I went to bed again. Remember, these games started like nine forty. Um, so I was going up to bed. I rolled over. I'm like, oh, it's seven nothing. Um, I text. I even texted Jay. I said, "Well, this looks good." Um, <laughs> and then I think it was like about an hour. It was the bottom of the fourth. I went to bed. It was seven nothing. Um, my wife and I watched, I think it was like an episode and a half of the office, maybe two straight episodes of the office. So that's about 25 minutes a piece, right? Right before I roll over to go to bed, I'm like, I'm going to go check to see, you know, <laughs> it, I mean, they're winning seven, nothing. I'm, I'm assuming by this point, the bats are alive. It's got to be 11, 11, nothing, 11, two. <laughs> I roll over and I, I have about 75 notifications of what's going on in this game. And I scroll down to the most recent one. And it says Diamondbacks take a 13 to seven lead. And I text Jason <laughs> WTF and I went to bed. <laughs> That's, what else can you say besides that? With that after the way that game went, there's nothing else you you could say. I, I couldn't believe what I was looking at. It was just absolutely. But even after that, I chalked it up as a bad game. And I'm, you know, okay, it happens. You know, you don't, nobody wants to lose, you know, when you're up seven, nothing, but okay, it happens. It's. Mm-hmm. Even after that, they, they couldn't they couldn't come alive. Yeah. Yeah. They couldn't put the besides yeah, besides the one game, they just couldn't put together hits. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Um and look, they, they scored 18 runs in the game this week. And I thought, okay, well, look, now they're pissed off. Uh now they're gonna take care of business. Well, that didn't friggin' happen. Um it was just yeah, it was just really, really difficult to watch this team. Um 
And I'll ask this question to you, too, because I was talking to my dad about this earlier, and uh, we were watching the Phillies game together. Um, don't say anything, Jay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and he asked me uh, an interesting question, uh, and he said, Chris, are you worried that Bryce Harper has yet to hit a home run since coming back? Um, and I said, that's an interesting question. I didn't even think about it. Um, my assumption is, look, he's still bothered by the wrist, but it's just not at a point where he's missing time. It's just, or he's bothered by his thumb. I'm sorry. Um, I just don't, I'm not sure if I worry about the lack of home runs right now, if he's hitting singles and doubles, uh, I mean, realistically, that's his job. Um, you know, as that, as that four hole hitter though, he's got to drive in runs. So I don't know, man. Is it, does it worry you at all that he's not, that that power hasn't come back yet? Kind of with you, dude. He's still hitting, and yeah. I, I don't know because you know, I know it's it's minor league pitching. He hit what three home runs, and I know it's different pitching, but you know, I wrote yeah. the ballpark dimensions, you know. But he, he was putting the pop on the ball, and right now he's he's still getting hits. He's not he's not looking bad, and I don't like there's when you look at him when you're watching him play, you don't see anything wrong. It's not like yeah. he's struggling, he, he's hit getting the hits. So I think it's just a matter of time before they come. I, I'm not that's out of any worry on my on this team does yeah. Bryce want to come back when he push himself to come back a little early yeah that's the type of player he is yeah but I think if he's in that lineup I do think he's in there and he's going to produce and the power right now is not a big deal to me yet yeah it's look over the last two weeks since he's been back he's played eight games since coming back he's still batting 315 and getting on base at a 470 clip so it's Look, if he wants to get on base at a 470 clip right now, I'm not going to have an issue if he's not hitting the ball over the fence. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take that yeah. any day, right? That's Barry Bonds shit, man. So <laughs> um, I'm not too too worried about that. Um, so, yeah, he's at least on my issues. But let's talk real quick. Uh, 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 it's it's not, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's not something that people are flying by. But, dude, like this pitching staff is literally just falling apart. I mean, Nola is struggling bad after having a, that last great outing, but still, like that that Diamondbacks game, like you even said, there was there was reports that he was pit, uh, tipping off his pitches, and that's they a were, big yeah, problem. They were saying some some of the uh, some scouts were saying uh, one of the guys, I think it was Stark on on one of the the afternoon shows, uh, was saying that he heard a report that that's that he was tipping his pitches in that game and. You know, like you said, an eight-year vet, you shouldn't <laughs> know how yeah. long he's been in the league now. Right. But, uh, yeah, man, I don't want to believe he's that. But it is like like you you, you talk about it. Dean said it, you know, every, every time he's been on the show, every time he's really talked about Nola, the, the wheels come off at some point. And I do think um, losing Wheeler hurts because yes. you know how well and how, but how much he also pitched last year. Mm-hmm. And – when when Wheeler goes out, that's when you need those other guys to step up even bigger. And yeah, I guess my, it seemed like the moment was too bright for them. Yeah, and that that's an issue. My it my my bigger issue is all right. We're getting down the stretch here. This is September. This ain't this ain't May. Like this is September. Um, and I really don't want to have to rely on Noah Syndergaard to be the savior of this staff right now. Um, <laughs> and so and and what we've already said, Ranger Suarez. Had a really bad outing today. Um, you know, he's the kind of guy – you and I have talked about Ranger before. 
like I would love to just get consistently six innings out of the guy, but we can't get yeah. it. And it's, it's just really bothering me. I, I, I think I read a stat before that I think a Phillies pitcher hasn't gone past seven innings in like two and a half weeks or three weeks. Um, so it's, it's, it's a struggle right now. And you don't have a top five bullpen to bail you out of this. Um, so as much as the offense is up and down and that's where it's been all season and it, and I've come to accept it. You win playoff baseball games with, with good pitching. Um, where are you now? Are like, is it, are you at the panic mode or are you, I, it's still a wait and see for like another week. Well, what are we talking about here though? Like making playoffs panic mode? No. Um, in that first round to me, like I was, I went, you know, I'm still early enough in the playoff race, where we're not going to, Kind of puts it, but it, I, to me, the three seed's not a bad in the wild card because I, I feel like you get to miss the Braves that first series, that first series. Yeah. Um. I to me, the the I'm more panicked because when I see Wheeler go down, when I see the way Wheeler, kind of seemed to be struggling a little bit more this season after so such a, a great outing, but it seemed like a lot last year on him. How how hurt is he? when he comes back and how long-term because he really, he doesn't, he didn't, he's not pitching it. He's pitching good, but it just seems like right now he's getting hurt more. Yeah. And that's, that's bothersome to me. That has me more panic mode than anything. I agree. And that hasn't been talked about shockingly um, is that look, the guy's got a history of issues. So it's an issues, yeah. but I mean by injuries. No, um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So Before, I think it was only, wasn't he a season or season out from like I know his last season he pitched with the Mets, but wasn't the year before that like he tore a Tommy John? But like yes, yeah. So, so you know, and it's not like he's twenty five. <laughs> so you know that the the arm has some has some miles on it, and it's had some 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 fixer ups there. Um, so I'm just really worried about this pitching staff down the stretch. Uh, the hitting I think will eventually wake up because it's just what they do. I mean, look, JT Realmuto still had a great week. Um, yeah. borderline 300 hitter, uh, a massive three run home run again today. There's a lot of guys this week that when I was looking through some of the this week's stats and you're watching, you, you, there's a couple of guys that hit 300 this week that, yeah. So it just seemed like not, not timely hitting. Right. And then the, like you said, like you, you know, start out the show. I think everybody saw this week, the pitching just was not there. Yeah. And these aren't, you know, Arizona is a team. They can, put up, you know, some runs, but they shouldn't be putting up runs like that against a, know, a team we think the Phillies are. So, yeah, they just – Yeah. It's a tough week. It really was. Um, it, it's just wild that in one game they lose 13-7. to The next, like, the game, you know, two days later, then they lose 12-3. Then they win 18-2, to and then you get swept in San Francisco. So, it's just oh. like, dear God, what what is – like, what can go wrong is going wrong. And – Every loss they gave up at least five runs in three of the five games they gave up ten plus. Jeez, that's, that's not hitting. That's <laughs> a little bit that you know because I do think I think Milwaukee's bad enough where they're not going to catch us. They seem to be falling apart I even agree. worse than we are. Right? Well, you know, just a bad week. But yeah. I think they're just not built. So to me, I think they make the playoffs. But what I thought two weeks ago with getting this team back together once you know Bryce came back and everybody seemed healthy now it's you know backing in the playoffs you probably just you might just get swept at this point instead of you know if you face the Cardinals you have a shot uh Braves you you know you we played the Braves tough all year mm -hmm. but 
it seems like now the way yeah, the way they're playing, it might be just a you know, hey, mm-hmm. you made playoffs this year. Let's build on that for next year. Yeah, and you look at this pitching staff this week alone. If you guys want to hear something that's really concerning, in one week in a five, in 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 this one was it a six game road trip here, the Phillies pitchers had a ten walk game, an eight walk game, and two five walk games. Like you cannot, you can't win baseball games this way. I would rather a team smash my pitcher with fifteen hits. Didn't know that my pitcher had eight walks. Like, I mean, give, get, get, put the ball in play and let the defense play. But look, if you're going to get smashed like four or five home runs, I don't care. As long as you're around the plate, you ain't putting guys on, giving guys freebies. Uh, I can't stand pitchers that walk a lot of batters. Um, that's a lot of walks. That's a lot that's of walks. walks. Yes. Um, just crazy, man. Um, all right. So, look, as bad as this week was, the Phillies have another chance at a little bit of a reprieve here and a little bit of a rebound week, Jay. And before we finish up with what's going on moving forward, let's talk about three games at home against Miami and three games at home against Washington. This is where you got to be like, all right, that was a bad week. Shake it off. Wake up. You know, you get a day off of travel here tomorrow for Labor Day. And you, you have two teams that are ready to lose. Um, so, <laughs> so what, where are you on this week? Cause we were really high on last week and then a very disconcerting, uh, uh, results. Where are you going into this week coming back home? There's nothing like some home cook against the, against the Nats and the Marlins. I, know, I agree. I just, I can't, I think they come home, they reset. I think the West coast trips are always tough for them. I forget what the record what like they since 2017 in 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 Arizona they just have not played have played well. For their record was terrible, but I I don't remember it off the top of my head. But the record is really bad. Mm-hmm. So I think they come home, you're relaxed, you get to you know your routine at home, you're playing your normal time zone, yeah. you know, because out there 9:30 at night it's late. Yeah. Well, it's nine about six, but they're tight. Like they don't start that late here. So right. I think you come home, you relax, you get the yeah. I'm I'm looking for a big week and yeah. I don't see them I don't see them having another bad week. I don't think that's the type of team there. I think Bryce, you know, gives a little pep talk and they get they have enough they do have leaders in that locker room with JT and him. Nola should be so to talk and yep. just get everybody ready. I'm looking for a big week. Yeah. Um so Miami is 55 and 78. They're 1 and 9 in their last 10. Uh Washington is a staggering 47 and 87. However, they are six and four in their last ten. I don't care. They're trash. I hope they sell the team. Um, I hate Washington. Any t- any franchise that produces Juan Soto should fail. Um, so uh, I'm going to make my prediction, and this is going to be weird, and I don't even know why I'm thinking this, but I'm feeling like I think they're going to go either five and one or sweep both series. For some reason, I feel like I think the offense is going to be the reason. I think they're going to win a, a quite a few. Seven five games, eight six. Like I, I think it's going to be one of those things where the bats are the reason that they win this week, um, and they're going to really need these wins this week because then you got Miami again the following week for three, and then you're in Atlanta, then you're at home against Toronto, and then a four game set against Atlanta to round things out. Um, so this is a massive week 
you know, this is where you want to start separating yourself a little bit. And I've said that before, but man, it is right there for the Phillies. You have Miami for three and Washington for three. I mean, you got to go five and one. I, I wouldn't even accept four and two. I just won't. I, I think you got you. You got to lose like one game, like by accident, if that's the case. Um, I, do you agree or seriously. no? Yeah. I my, when I when I sat down today and uh, I was thinking and I knew the question. I, I had five and one. To me, that's what I thought. You have to. You can't. After last week, I think, you know, as we've been talking since we started the show, you know, except for, I guess, the first one, we were kind of nervous after the Cubs series. Um, they're, they're a team that's a confident team, and they know how to put put the bat on the ball. And I think after last week, after getting truly embarrassed by mm-hmm. some pretty bad teams, I think home cooking, I think they come home and I think, yeah, they just hit and hit and hit. And I think it's a five and one. It's always tough to say you're going to sweep a week, but um, I do think five and one. I think they, they do lose one to the Marlins and sweep uh, sweep the Nets. That's that's how I see the, the series going. I agree. Do you uh, do you have a player of the week? Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go boom. He, he hit the ball well this week, still. Yeah, he's been hitting the ball what week yep. all year. So, yep. so you're gonna go boom. I'll, I'll go JT. Uh, it was either JT or Bryce. Um, so, but I'm gonna go JT. I mean, he was clutch today. I mean, that three run homer when he hit that, I'm like, oh, thank God, we're gonna win this game. Um, and then you know, didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, everybody kind of, I think everybody is Philadelphia fan kind of thought that one. Okay, let's go. Yeah, exactly. Um, off again. <laughs> it goes off again. Um. All right, so there's a little bit before we wrap things up, and this is the, the this is the end of the show here. There's a little bit of a change coming to the podcast. Uh, something that Jason uh, and I have been discussing for a few weeks now, uh, and actually, it was kind of the genesis of why I started this podcast to begin with. Um, after this episode, ring the bell. It will become a baseball centric podcast. Yes, the Phillies will be the the focused. Uh, the focus for the opening, like 10 minutes or so. So we can, you know, it, you know, 10 minutes might not sound like a lot, but when you're discussing things, it, it, it really, 10 minutes is a really good amount of time to talk about um, what happened just the, the prior six, seven days. And then what's coming up, especially once the playoffs start um, the name of the show will stay the same. Uh, then we will break off into a baseball conversation whether it's a top 10 topic discussing what's around what's hot around major league baseball uh, or just, you know, discuss like hot takes that we see every single day. Um, You know, overall, I wanted this to become a baseball podcast. I love baseball. We both love the sport. I watch the Mariners just as much as I watch the Phillies, but overall the both of us, we watch a ton of baseball. It's 365 for me. I know Jason feels the same way. Uh, So I, I I didn't want to pigeonhole myself to, into this like Phillies only corner. I don't think that's necessarily fun. Um, I'm excited to, to keep, you know, part of our conversation focus on the Phillies because um, that's what we are. We are diehard Phillies fans. Um, and, and we should do that, but I'm even more excited to talk about the sport in totality. Um, you know, because once the Phillies, if, I mean, look, I hope they win the world series, but realistically, if they don't make it to the world series, how is it not fun to talk about postseason baseball and make predictions about that stuff? And then once that's over the world series, how is it not fun to get on here and talk about the winter meetings? 
and talk about trades and stuff that could be going down for not just the Phillies, but this is a huge offseason coming up. So many big names. And I don't want to sit here and be like, well, the Phillies aren't in on any of these, Jason, so I don't want to record a show this week. <laughs> I, that's that's not me because yeah. when the winter meetings and stuff like that come up, Jay and I text all the time about who's going where and why is that happening? Or I do that with other people too, or I'm on Twitter yelling about something that pissed me off. So it's, <laughs> it's what, it's one of those three things, but, um, and I give credit to Jay cause Jay kind of nudged me in the direction of, yeah, don't just stay on the Phillies. Like we can talk about all of baseball. We watch enough of it. You know, we're, you know, he's a fantasy baseball savant. So he knows all <laughs> players. He knows analytics. I'm the same way. So why not, Jay? I mean, you, uh, I guess you agree with that. Oh, yeah. I think we both have a, you know, respect, respect the game. We like, we both enjoy watching. I I know there's, uh, you know, no secret. I'm a big Kershaw guy. I love watching yeah. Kershaw. I know I watch, you know, with uh, the season tickets, I get the free, you know, all baseball games. So I, I yeah, do thank like, you for that. <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, I do enjoy, you know, watching other teams play. There's certain players. Everybody, we all follow certain players that we've, you know, grown up as a kid, you're a big Griffey guy. Yeah. You know, I really was, I was a big fan of Vlad. So I enjoy watching his kid. I think mm-hmm. it's just, we, we have a healthy respect for baseball. We enjoy watching the game. We just like talking the game. So yeah, we're, we're not like those um, typical scumbag Philadelphia sports fans <laughs> who like, if you follow any other team, you know, it's this weird unwritten frat boy violation thing that people set scumbags but like look you know i i wasn't a phillies fan in the beginning i found baseball because of ken griffey jr i fell in love with the phillies in like 1996 when i went to the all-star game and i'm like oh this is awesome i love the phillies i love you know and then they drafted scott Rowland. then i love scott Rowland. so i became a phillies fan but i loved baseball way before um i found out you know that i that i love the phillies um so and it's always been that way like i always i said this to my buddy the other day while kids were watching cartoons in the nineties, I was reading baseball almanac and <laughs> reading baseball, you know, baseball today or every week in the USA today, I would get the newspaper and read all the standings and the stats and, you know, who's a front runner for the MVP and a Cy young. Like that's what I did at six, seven, eight years old, instead of watching cartoons, I watch cartoons. However, you know, on a Sunday or Saturday, my ass is watching baseball tonight on the SBN. Like that's what Jeez. I did. And there's always just so much great, like there's so many great topics that like, yes. even outside of even local, like, you know, we are big, we listen, we're not, I try not to listen to Philadelphia sports radio, Good, but, don't. To listen to <laughs> but like, there are like, you know, right now a pool holes being his last year, you have, you know, the stories of Aaron judge, you have right. Shohei Otani. There's so many great stories in baseball outside of like, I, yeah, like I know we definitely talk a lot more Phillies, but there's, there are a lot, we talk all baseball. So to me, those type of things are, it's just, it's, it's nice to talk about the game as a whole. And, um, you know, as much as people don't think it's exciting, I think there are people that really just enjoy the game of baseball. And I think that's right. Um, I think that that'll definitely show in the conversations we have in the coming weeks. Yeah, I can't. I'm looking forward to it, especially that Aaron Judge thing, because that's going to be interesting. Um, I mean, look, we've talked about the importance of what Albert Pujols is doing. So, I mean, we'll definitely be following that toward to the end of the year. But, man, we'll get into this discussion maybe next week, seeing how many more home runs uh, um, Judge hits, because I'm really interested in seeing if he hits 62 home runs, how Major League Baseball treats that because they don't even really recognize Barry Bonds as doing anything. 
clearly they're not going to recognize Sammy Sosa or Mark McGuire. So yeah. if if Judge gets to sixty two, what does base? How does baseball treat that? Do they treat that as now the new legal <laughs> official home run <laughs> record? Right? I mean, is that? I, I haven't heard that being discussed. And no. just two weeks ago, I was listening to um, a Mariners game on YouTube. So that's a national broadcast. It's a worldwide broadcast. And they brought up the record, the home run record, and they said it was 61. So they didn't need a, a national broadcast, didn't even acknowledge 60, 66, 70, or 73. They acknowledged Roger Maris is 61. So I'm, I am highly invested in how baseball is going to handle if Aaron Judge hits 62, how that's going to be viewed. Um, have you thought about that one at all or no? Um, I think even throughout the years, just last few years, when anytime somebody gets close, I think Judge is the last one to get this close before. Um, I think that's always a conversation. Like you hear a lot of it just in, in, in baseball people, like you hear with your friends, you talk about that. And I can't knock them out the books. I just still think what Barry did was incredible. Agreed. Um, so I can't. I can't. I'm not going to differentiate between the two. To me, it's it's a hitting 50, 60. 60 is a lot. I don't. Who is the Bonds was the last one we saw hit 60, wasn't it? So, so yeah. it's been a it's been a it's been almost 20 years. But it probably yeah. a one a one wasn't right. But it's been so long, 20 years since we've seen a 60 home run guy. So yeah, I I think even just that alone is is going to be fun to watch and see if he can do that and how many pitches he gets, you know, clean the rest of the yeah. rest of the season. How crazy that in 07, we almost had one. He went, uh, Howard hit six fifty eight. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That was, he, was that 08 or 07? 07? 07, 07. It was his MVP year. So it was 07, so, right? 058. We saw, we saw 50. We were like, we, like we, we saw the closest to 60 since bonds. So like, yeah, that's crazy. Um, that's wild times. Um, all right. So, look, you guys got the the update. The Phillies had a suck-ass week, but they're looking towards a, a really good one coming up here, a really good chance to right the ship. And we've basically told you guys what's going to be the format for the show moving forward. I'm super pumped about that because it's September baseball, and then it gets into October baseball. And, look, I know the NFL starts next week, but this is my favorite time of the year because it's baseball playoffs and I just, I just love it. I love it. Fall weather comes back and it, it it's just, it's just baseball, man. I, I love every second of it. Um, oh, yeah. Can't wait. I really, yeah. I'm hoping as that's why I like, I want those playoff tickets. I want them to, yes. I want the Phillies to be like, yo, uh, we're going here. We got like last game. It's the bad taste in my mouth. Last playoff game I saw was Howard, Howard tearing his Achilles. Yeah. Was it one nothing game that occurred? Starting so was, the downfall of the franchise. That's officially. it. That's, that was the last playoff game we've had. So it's, yeah, I'm ready to see a new uh, yeah. one. I'm ready. I I'm with you. Um, all right. So I'm Chrissy Francesco. That's Jason Kent. This has been the Ring the Bell podcast, and I really do appreciate it, guys. So uh, check us out anywhere you listen to podcasts. Anywhere in the world, any app, anywhere. Just type in Ring the Bell, and it will pop up. You'll see us there. Uh, so I really appreciate. It. Rate and review the show. Give us one star, five stars. I don't care. Um, you know, say something, anything. It really does help us big time uh, get into like that Rolodex for all you, you know, you oldies out there like us, that Rolodex of um, 
you know, where Apple and Google and Spotify will place us in terms of, you know, if you type ring, maybe we'll pop up in the top 15, ring the bell and we'll pop up right then and there instead of a song or an album, it'll be us. So it means something when you rate and review the show. So thank you guys very much for doing that so far. Uh, the downloads have been special. I really do appreciate it. We're, we're grateful and we'll see you guys next week. Uh, you probably the same time every Sunday. And if we can't do Sunday, then it's right on Monday night. You guys get the show. Um, so we're looking forward to it. Uh, hope have a great rest of your weekend. Enjoy Labor Day. Uh, for those of you who have off, you know, have a great time. The weather's going to be nice. Drink a little bit. Have a good time. Drink responsibly, of course, Jay. Um, yeah, but-, <laughs> I always, <you> know. <laughs> um, but have a good one, guys. And we'll catch you down the road. See ya. Bye-bye.